This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Moving on. Time for Pat's Paris. The grab bag of six rings. The news notes and nuggets from around the wide world of Pat's Nation and the National Football League. Andy, let's just kick it off with something that came fresh from WEI this morning. A uh, As hot a hot take as I think you'll hear that didn't come from the mouth of Jermaine Wiggy Wiggins. Uh, morning show producer slash third man in, third mic, co-host, whatever you want to call him, Chris Curtis, dropped a, a, a Moab, not just a bomb, not just an ordinance, but a Moab, a mo- we'll call it a moat, a mother of all takes, that the New England Patriots broke just about every rule under the sun and actually, according to something he heard coming out of the combine or a report from the combine that somehow made its way to Curtis, who's currently in Florida, and that the New England Patriots high, actually hired Bill O'Brien sometime between the end of November and early December. Now, most people that are listening right now are like, what's the big deal? It seemed pretty obvious. We all knew all along that a Billy O and Billy B reunion was likely in the cards. Would you please explain to the people why, if this were true, and I don't believe either of us thinks it is. But would you please explain to the listenership right now why, if this were true, it would be very, very bad? Well, first, there's the superficial. You're basically calling everyone involved a liar. Robert mm-hmm. Kraft, Bill Belichick, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, if you recall, leading up to Alabama's bowl game, said he had not spoken to anyone in New England since April when he had visited with his uh, old pals and former employer. Uh, Robert Kraft and the Patriots, New England Patriots and Bill Belichick put out a press release right after the season that said, we will begin interviewing for the offensive coordinator position. And those are all just, okay, you know, it's sports, people lie kind of issues. There's the bigger issue of the Rooney rule, and which I believe this would be an inherent violation of the Rooney rule, which would probably um, require an investigation and a penalty from the National Football League. And, oh, by the way, I think Brian Flores's attorneys and the still pending lawsuit mm-hmm. about the Rooney rule and mm-hmm. sham interviews and all the crap that goes on for white coaches in the National Football League and putting black coaches at a disadvantage. I think they would be quite interested in this. And I think this would be exhibit a once again, even though exhibit a was already Bill Belichick's texts last year. I think this would be a new exhibit a, um, this would be an absolute mess, and, and I do want to follow up with you. I have no reason to believe this is true. Um, in fact, I had sort of um, secondary information along the way that this was absolutely not true, that there were just a lot of, huh, why haven't they contacted him yet? Why aren't they talking kind of information? Now, I will say if this was a – if Curtis wants to back out of this on semantics and poor word choice, you know, did they make the decision – 
even that would be an issue with the Rooney rule, I believe. But mm-hmm. they maybe made an internal decision of, yep, we got to go get Billy O after this season. This has been a debacle, whatever. Is that, that a report? I mean, right. I mean, that's kind of what we we thought it would have been an upset if Billy O'Brien did not end up the offensive coordinator of New England Patriots. Betting favorite, betting favorite basically yeah. from September on, which is but, why you, I think you and others called it a fireable offense if the Patriots just held on to Patricia and Judge because oh, yes. they were holding pattern coordinators. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't really believe the report. I don't, but. It's out there. I, you know, Curtis clearly believes it. He trusts his sources at the combine, whatever that may mean. Um, it's interesting. It's going to get the attention, as I said, of a lot of people in the NFL and around the league, uh, inside of Gillette Stadium. I think it will not be mm-hmm. very well received, whether it's true or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot to this. Um, from our perspective, it doesn't really affect anything other than the draft pick. If we're just covering the team and we're analyzing the team, mm-hmm. if they lose. Hell, if they lose the third round pick that could have been Hooker from our previous segment, and I lose my quarterback of the future, my value quarterback, I'll be pissed about this. Oh, um, Andy, if the if if there's any truth to this, and somehow an independent investigation led by you know Ted Wells du jour steps in and finds out that the Patriots did in fact, I mean, collusion's been one of the topics of the day, and if they uh, and we'll get to that otherwise with quarterbacks in a second, but if there were some dirty dealings. Uh, some back alley negotiations and the Patriots all but hired him with months to weeks, if not months to go in the season, circumventing the entire proper process and the Rooney rule. It won't be a third round pick. They will drop the probably hammer on the Patriots. You're probably right on that, which would be really just terrible for everybody. Oh, no, like Bill would be forced to potential. I'm not saying, I'm not saying this like, Oh, click here. Listen to Fitzy's idiocy. They would, Bill would possibly be gone. I don't know if I'd go that far, but would I'll he put his nuts on the table for something like this? I don't know why we're putting reputation. Like, well, you know what I mean? I mean, like, no, I, I, that's why I don't think there's truth to it. And I'll throw another layer to it. So they couldn't hire Bill O'Brien last year because of some uh, unwritten rule with Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, right? He had a two year yes. deal, mm-hmm. but he, they can hire him in like November when he's still coaching for Alabama and maybe you know, scramble his brain. So he's not totally focused on his Alabama job and Bryce young and what he's doing there in a bowl game. Like that makes no sense to me on any level. Mm -mm. None of this makes any Mm -mm. sense to me. I'm sorry. It just doesn't, it just does not compute as they say in the computer business. Um, But it's worth watching because if it picks up steam, um, somebody's somebody's, I don't know. I don't even know somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. What was the old tagline? I think it was from, maybe commando or some Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where the, yeah, it was somewhere, somehow someone's going to pay. Yeah, basically. And I don't know who it is. Maybe it's Curtis. Maybe it's bill. Maybe it's Patriots. Maybe it's the one thing I would say is the least likely guy to pay. I think is bill O'Brien in a weird way of the way these things work. What did he do do wrong? Well, I mean, he's, he shouldn't be accepting a job that he knows violates NFL rules in November. Yeah. So what did somebody pick up the phone and say, hello, this is not the new England Patriots. Hello. This is not bill O'Brien. We are not offering you the job of offensive coordinator next year. I am not taking that job. Thank but you. I'll see you soon. <laughs> not good. Goodbye. Yeah, but I will not see you. So- I mean, my God. Yeah, Look, it's it's one thing for the Patriots to have, you know, Bill Belichick looks under every rock and around every corner for a way to gain even the ever so slightest minuscule microscopic quantum bit of competitive advantage. 
But to do something like admitting to your mistake, not being able to say publicly, yeah, we need a new coordinator. And yeah, we'll talk to him next. I mean, you can't do that. This would be this would be so bad. Now, there may be some out there who right now who are thinking, well, the Patriots seem to thrive in years. There are scandals. They make pretty epic Super Bowl. This would not be one of them. No, I, I wouldn't. This would not be on one that. of them, folks. No, you don't want this one. No, you no. do not. So this definitely I know we just gauged the interest rating of the quarterback position as we continued with our offseasonal positional previews. I'm going to give this one on a scale of one to ten about a twenty five. Oh, 100. Yeah, <laughs> at least a 25. Speaking of 25, number 25 in the New England Patriots, number one on Andy's Patriots, probably Andy's Patriots uh, roster ranked one through 90. I'm just going to guess right now before you publish this in uh, August 2023 when you rank the talent of the Patriots from one to 90 on the roster. I'm going to go ahead and guess that maybe Marcus Jones has a shot at outside being the number one player. Uh, I would say outside shot, but he sure as poo is going to be in the top five. Top five. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> now, I, sure. I actually will downgrade him because he went on uh, Good Morning Football yesterday with our friend, mm-hmm. Mike Giardi, who did uh, an excellent job. What a, what, a, ha- what a handsome host. There's a reason why I call him the most versatile man in sports media, because he is unbelievably talented, underrated mm-hmm. uh, nationally and locally smooth. in radio. And TV. He's, he's always smooth. Andy. So That's good. the thing about Mike. He's always he's smooth. the best. Hopefully he's the future host of the Andy Hart show. If I ever get my own show, because that was me, my dream. Um, but anyway, I wow. thought he did a great. Wow. What? There's a sneak preview for what you can look forward to whenever I get myself canceled or. Andy becomes program director at WEI. It's been a fun run. I've enjoyed my time, but I didn't so say you wouldn't have a role. I just might you already be the host of the program. You're just at most you would probably turn me into what Tony Reale was before he took over around the horn. I'd be like stat boy. Um, no, fanboy. Okay, fanboy. All right. Can I tag along as fanboy? Anyway, uh, so they had uh Marcus Jones. He is. Thanks, Mr. Hart. And I'd like to think that we have been the uh, voice of reason with Marcus Jones. I believe we talked about him playing offense before anybody else did last year, that they needed him. We were, it worked a hundred again, us with the takes. We were first on that in town. Then the hub steals it. Then WEI ran with it. And everyone was like, this is the answer. Like we'd been begging yeah, no for it for weeks. Yeah. Um, and this off season, I think we were first saying he should move to offense as his primary position, he should be a playmaker, slot receiver, versatile jack of all trades because he's best with the ball in his hands. And at cornerback, in my opinion, he's run of the mill. I'm not saying he can't compete, mm-hmm. but I think he's just kind of an average cornerback. His upside is on offense and with the ball in his hands. And we even talked about, remember, because he's so good as a punt returner, teams are going to avoid him now. So he's going to have the ball in his hands less in that phase yeah. of the game. In Who my the hell opinion. would kick to him after what they saw out of him last season? Exactly. So, he Mike Giardi said, you know, a lot of people are talking about you should move to and I think Mike Giardi was quoting us, even though he didn't give us any pub on the podcast or first name basis. Oh. Thanks, Mike. Pal. Oh, pal, I just gave you the greatest pat on the back ever and no you screwed shit. us. Freaking anyway, pumping his tires. My God. Uh Marcus Jones says he's a DB. He's a DB first. I mean, he did say, you know, whatever the team needs, dabble, blah, 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 but he thinks he's a DB first. Um, I hate it. I, I hate the idea. And I don't know if he was has already been told he's a DB first. Like you or were, what if he was told, like, you were going to use you on offense, but just keep quiet about it? That's the only thing that I'll accept. Because right. I even saw people saying, well, doesn't he have a say? Why are they still going to move him to offense? Well, no, he doesn't have a say. He's an employee. Like, if, if I tell you to work over here, you work over here. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows that better than you and I. We get jerked around <laughs> no. and move around all the time. <laughs> right? 
you work yeah. for a company, you, you basically do what they ask of you in, in your role. Um, I still want him on offense as we look to retool and rebuild and who knows where the wide receiver position goes this off season with draft picks, free agency trade, whatever. I think you have an answer in house that is valuable. Um, so I'm not giving up on the fight just because the very guy involved said he's not going to be a full-time offensive player. Screw him. I'm not listening. I'm still holding out hope. Charles Woodson was way too good at in college. Marcus Jones, the only guy, as Mike pointed out in the interview on good morning football, the only guy last year, the only guy in God knows how long, what was it since Deion Sanders to have a kickoff, to have a special teams touchdown, offensive and defensive touchdown in the same season. That is elite company. And he is, dare I say right now on the roster, one of, if not maybe the only truly elite talent on said roster. And I know coming into the NFL at Houston, he actually had, and your favorite website is about to be name checked in three, two, one pro football focuses highest rated cover grade coming into the draft. Okay, great. But where did he really showcase? Where did he pop off? Where did he go off and show out last season when he had the ball in his hands? Yeah, nice, nice INT return against Joe Burrow and the Bengals on Christmas Eve. But that was just tipped right in the but air. That's with the ball in his hands. That's my point. Like even Bill, yeah. if you remember, him the ball. Game, said, yeah. I think he might be the only person who returns that for a yes. touchdown. Bill made that comment. Get the So, yeah, so the Andy Hart principle here Get Marcus Jones, put the ball in his hands as often as possible, I believe, holds true as well. And I tell you, if you get the ball in this kid's hands more, he becomes a star. And then it's, I got to see Marcus Jones play. Then his jersey is flying off the shelves at the Patriots Pro Shop, and all the kids are going want to go as Marcus Jones. Now, next thing you know, all the kids of New England aren't buying Justin Jefferson, Joe Burrow, and Patrick Mahomes jerseys. They're buying Patriots jerseys again, and you and I are on a duck boat, you know, just grabbing McGillicuddy's and Bud Lights left and right. Oh, what a time to be alive it'll oh, that be. That took a turn for the positive. Huh? It sure did, didn't it? Uh, hey, you said that was my job. I was just being fanboy on the Andy Yo, Hart fanboy. show. Mike Giardi. There you go. Uh, also in Pat's Paris right now, uh, DeAndre Hopkins appeared on the Pat McAfee program show, whatever you want to call it, um, and used more Patriots phrasing in his answers to Pat McAfee questions about hearing the trade rumors. D-Hop said he is aware of them. He realizes he's probably going to play elsewhere. He's not looking to cash in wherever he goes. He's willing to structure things to be team-friendly so he can go someplace, be happy again, and win. Was in a good mood. But then he had to had to do this, chum in the waters for the fanboys and the diehards like myself. He said he just wants to do his job. Do you think? Do you think there's any chance that there's as, as he's heard, and now many people, legitimate reporters or sources, have said some parameters are being established between the Cardinals and teams that have called them. Do you think the Patriots are one of those teams? Like, should I give up the ghost on this one, or can I still keep hoping against hope that maybe D-Hop makes his way to the land of IHOP? I, I, would, keep, I would keep hope. I don't yeah. think it's likely, but I would keep hope. I'm guessing they have been involved with conversations. Again, I, I think... You know, there might be more on the table elsewhere. That's often an issue for the Patriots is how mm -hmm. much they value somebody and how far mm -hmm. they are willing to go in their timeline. You know, I've said this to you. He's more valuable to a team that thinks it's a piece away, an option away, a veteran receiver away. Like, we're close. We need this. So my guess is he goes elsewhere. The the one wild card, and we've talked about it endlessly, I still don't know the Billy O'Brien thing. Like, I still yeah. don't know if he hates Billy O'Brien. He hated leaving. Like, I... 
That's how are we ever going to know? How are we ever going to know? Well, we'll know if he's acquired that he, you know, and and shows up and Mm -hmm. is in uniform, that it's not a deal breaker from his perspective. Um, Do you care at all that he was suspended last year? Zero. Well, the only reason Rob I Nikovich asked, was Rob, I didn't judge Rob Nikovich differently. I didn't judge Julian Edelman differently. That's no, I know happened. you didn't because that's how super fans are and you know yep. hypocrites mm-hmm. are. Um, I was sure. asking more in a technical fashion: Is it possible that the reason he looks good as an aging receiver is because he was doing whatever it took to look good? And when you get busted, are you more likely to not do it because you can't risk another violation? Just anything like that. Like, one would one would imagine uh, one might be a little more careful about that. I doubt he's taking his test with an Ontario Smith whizinator in the presence of whatever NFL officials are supervising his hopefully pharmaceutical free tests. Uh, No, I think, I think he's got, look, I just want, I just want a really good receiver on the outside. I just want somebody again, if you've got defensive coordinators saying like, yeah, we didn't worry about anyone that they threw at us last season. Then at least when you bring in somebody with his resume and his skill set, even if it is, near or if it's like seeing the last exit before professional decline as we're in the, you know on the D Hop Express, I'm fine with that. I'm hundred percent fine with that. Because the Patriots, sad to say, have a terrible track record when it comes to drafting receivers. And I know aging veteran receivers come here and the Reggie Waynes and the Joey Galloways and the Ocho Cinco's suck from situate to Shanghai. He still has more skill. He's not where they were when they got to Foxborough. He was one of the best receivers in football when he returned from suspension last year. I think Correct. he had the most receptions after yeah, the he had, uh, he had 720 yards in nine games with three touchdowns, like seven, maybe 70 catches as well. Like yeah. a, a ton he sh- on a garbage fire of an offense as well. So keep the flames and the hopes alive on that one. And I will be banging the drum. Lastly, Andy, Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson, uh, Ooh. Neither of them are coming to Foxborough, but they are dominating the headlines. Well, they might come to Foxborough to play the Patriots on whatever team they're playing for. Uh, Lamar Jackson, will he, won't he be on the Ravens? I don't know. Uh, This whole non-exclusive franchise tag and the collusion therein to make sure that he doesn't end up, I believe it's collusion, that he doesn't end up the next Deshaun Watson with a fully guaranteed contract because, you know, over their dead aging super billionaire bodies, will the NFL owners ever have another guaranteed contract or have that be part of the collective bargaining agreement? They're doing everything they can to prevent that. And it's going to turn it, talk about lawsuits and an ugly look. If he, Lamar Jackson needs to hire an agent. I know he doesn't want to give up 10% of several hundred million dollars. He needs a real agent at this point. No, I agree. He needs an agent. I actually don't necessarily believe it's collusion. I don't think it'll ever be proven collusion. Um, I think hopefully the owners are too smart for something like that to ever, you know, put it in emails and texts and things that can be produced. (laughs) Um, But it's it's the nudge, nudge, wink, wink of the good old boy society. It may be, but I'll ask you a simple question. Okay. Would you give up two first round picks and guarantee $250 million for Lamar Jackson? Yeah, because they guaranteed $180 million when he was on the Ravens and they approached him with a first contract offer and he passed, which is just bananas to me. Would I guarantee fully guarantee 250 yeah, million? That's no. what he wants. Okay. No, I, I so you're colluding. It. You're colluding against him. That's how people are receiving it. That you're because it's become quite clear what he's looking for and what he will accept and what he's trying to do. I wouldn't do it either because I think you all I think he's a top 10 quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a top five quarterback. And I don't think it's a guarantee you're going to win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. I actually think there are still questions as to whether you will ever win 
a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. But what he, about the right. gate? What about what about the gate? What about the jerseys? What about the clicks and the headlines, the relevance, the talk, the conversation, win. all these things I'm trying to that win. Robert Kraft craves and covers. But I'm trying to win. I'm trying to win. I like okay, I, me as a me Lamar as a, Jackson on the 2023 Patriots with a slightly improved offensive line and a, a fresh weapon on the outside. Are the Patriots a playoff team? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Are they a Super Bowl team? Mm, no. They're a potential AFC championship team. Because by the way, you used up all your cap money and you used mm -hmm. up your draft picks. Like yeah, so okay. to me, this team needs a lot to get better. They need a better roster. They need, and you know my rule top five QB or top five roster. If they take this quarterback, he's a top 10 QB, not top five. And I don't think they'll ever have a top five roster because they're yep. giving up too much to get said quarterback. So it's being painted as collusion. And apparently I'm probably a racist for defending them or whatever. I'm sure that's how this will be spun. Well, we all, movie. we all knew that well right. in advance. Yes. Um, the emails I, just I get think about he, that. It's just, it's a tough, and he has made his demands so clear. It, like there's not even room seemingly for negotiation and why or, no give why no budge on that what point is is he is he well because i agree with fight him. the yeah. i kind of agree with him and if you're gonna give a serial sexual offender trade oh. for him and give him the bag then why can't i get God. the bag jimmy haslam screwed up absolutely everything it wasn't yep. first joe flacco becomes the one who gets 20 some odd million six-year deal bets on himself after they win this on the season where they ultimately win the super bowl kind of changes quarterback contracts then Patrick Mahomes gets his 12-year, $450 million deal. Resets the entire structure of quarterback contracts. God, now that looks like a bargain. But last offseason, and I remember I was on the air with uh, Merloni and Fourier at the time when that deal came through. All three of us saw, read the tweet and the report and just, it was hard to talk because our jaws were just agape. Yeah. Fully guaranteed, five years fully guaranteed, and they hemorrhaged three first-round draft picks and more for a guy that just had toxic wasteland, bad PR, bad guy written all over him. So I get it. The and, and I do want to say, the Deshaun Watson at his best is a much better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I believe mm -hmm. he's a top five quarterback because he's a better passer, mm -hmm. but he had the baggage. And forget about that. You did something that just can't be done. I told you this. His cap number is whatever, $52 million moving forward every year. It's the highest cap number by more than $10 million that's ever been had on an NFL um, you know, sheet. So I it's a it's a tough situation because I kind I actually agree with both sides. Terrible take. Terrible sports mm -hmm. talk radio take. I agree with the owners to say, nope, I'm not the Browns, I'm <laughs> no, not no, no. doing it. And yeah. I agree with Lamar Jackson to say. I'm worth as much as that dude. I want my money just like that dude. So I agree with both. And that's probably why you have such a butting of the heads because both mm -hmm. sides have legs to stand on. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Diana Rossini, as of this morning, uh -oh. tweeting, tweeting out that it's looking more and more likely like it's going to happen. He the, the private uh -oh. meeting went well. Woody took the private jet. They had conversations. This is going to happen. I, yep. I believe, I think I'll, I'll go on the record like I imagine you would as well. I feel pretty safe, pretty comfortable, pretty confident saying that Aaron Rodgers will be quarterbacking the New York Jetropolitans for at least a year, if not the next couple of seasons as well. And he'll be Make playing twice game. against the New England Patriots. And oh my God, get ready for the tongue bath, the Pats porn, the Belichick love fest. Woo, it's going to be good. And get ready, Pats fans, to not just have the whole like, oh, you can't spell jet, like my old lame joke. You can't spell jets without jest, which is what they play their seasons in. That's going to be gone. Because yeah, they might have to lose one or two really good players like DJ Reed or Carl Lawson. Uh, Corey Cole, uh, 
excuse me, Corey Davis, not Corey Coleman, that guy stunk at receiver. Uh, they're going to have to lose some talent to be able to afford Aaron Rodgers. But guess what? They already had a pretty loaded roster and they just needed a good quarterback to make the playoffs. This immediately puts the Jets, if he says yes, with uh, Donnie Darko at quarterback, this puts the Jets in the AFC Championship conversation. 100%. They they have the weapons. Both the You know I thought they had a championship caliber defense last mm-hmm. year. You're mm-hmm. marrying that up with weapons offensively. And a quarterback who I still think has the talent. I do still think some of the struggles from last year were both mental and physical. I think his head was all over the place last year, mm-hmm. and the thumb injury absolutely affected the way yep. he threw the football. He's healthy. And more so, I think we've seen with Tom Brady and some of these other guys, even Brett Favre, who paved this road from Green Bay to New York once upon a time. When these guys, these diva QB, late career Hall of Fame QBs are motivated, oh boy, watch out. You can get a special year out of them, an extra. And they motivated him with Jordan Love. Jimmy Garoppolo motivated Tom Brady. Going to Tampa Mm -hmm. motivated Tom. When these guys have a B in their bonnet, Mm -hmm. they prove it usually, and I think Aaron Rodgers, whatever you want to say about him, that it's a travesty that he's only been to one Super Bowl, only won one Super Bowl, that whole thing. Right. Look out. He might be going to and winning number two this year. Yeah, this year or next for sure. Uh, I think the Jets still have some draft capital as well this year. They didn't mortgage any part of their future to get where they got and to take who they took. I I, so, I mean, like, just swallow this. Get ready to take this medicine. Like, they're going to be good. They're going to be really good. And, yeah, he does have a chance. And, yeah, he would be a legend. And while it's still weird that he would follow the footsteps of the man he tried so desperately not to be like or walk behind and Brett Favre, then ultimately making his way to the New York Jetropolitans, it's going to be great theater. They're going to be a really good football team. Just another freaking team with another potentially great quarterback who could be super motivated. Don't forget, every time, Andy, Aaron Rodgers finished outside the top 10 of the NFL 100, he won the MVP the next season. He's just over a year removed from winning MVP of the National Effing Football League. So anyone who's going to be like, he's washed, he's garbage, he's not what he used to be, just wait. Just you wait, Henry Higgins. If he's motivated, he's pissed, and has a point to prove and knows he could be an all-time legend by going to the Jets and winning a Super Bowl or at least getting to one. Is it possible that when they told Derek Carr, you'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer if you come win the Super Bowl here, they got their scripts wrong and they thought they were already meeting with Aaron Rodgers and they actually meant to say that to Aaron Rodgers? Oh, that was the – yeah. Because that's actually true. The Derek Carr one was like, yeah, you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll pay you a lot of money. You'll be fine. Right. And Uh, then, Andy, the AFC East this year, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, maybe their last kick at the can because who knows what their roster is going to look like or at least for a little while till they'll have to restructure because – And we'll get to a question about the bills when we get to mailbag in just a moment. This they're still the the AFC East until otherwise runs through Orchard Park. Then you have Aaron Rodgers in New York. And then you might have Tom Brady in Miami and Mac Jones in New England. How you feel about that? Fitzy, the fanboy. Oh, fanboy needs a minute. And it's, it's not to, uh, it's not to clean up. It's mostly just to go take a quiet cry. That's what uh, I'll get to that later in the shower. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's going to be fun. Stay tuned here. If, it, if, and when it happens, we'll be with you. We'll maybe even have, do an emergency pod. Who knows? But six rings and football things will keep you updated. Follow us at Fitzy GFY at jumbo heart at six rings pod and at W E I for all the latest on everything that is important and impacts the new England Patriots. 